see you as the last guest of the first season on the Dying to Tell You podcast. I'd be hard-pressed to find a better end to the season. Of course, Sia is just a lovely person to talk to. What a pleasure it was to chat with her and listen to her story. But each time I listen, I find myself comparing and contrasting Sia and one of my previous guests, Linda, both living with cancer that will eventually take their lives, both committed to their families, both doing everything they can to make the most of the time they have. But they've taken very different paths to do that. Linda, on the one hand, has taken the courageous path of focusing on the quality of her life and spending as much of that time as possible doing important things with her family. And could there be anything braver than saying, I know I'm coming to the end of my life. I know I'm not going to pursue any treatments to extend it. I'm just going to wring every last bit of joy I can out of the time I have left. Sia, on the other hand, has taken the path of focusing on living as long as possible. Still focused on her family, Sia believes it is of utmost importance for her to live as long as possible. Still doing her best to live a life of quality, as normal as possible, continuing to work as often as possible, and continuing to spend as much time as possible with her family. And what could be braver than saying, There is no treatment I wouldn't accept, no pain I wouldn't endure, in order to live a little longer for my family. I've said it before, and apparently I'm saying it again, that either path takes a tremendous amount of courage. But what I love most about this is that both of these ladies have made their choice and thrown themselves into it, not looking back as far as I can tell brings me back to the sign in Linda's bedroom. Let that shit go. We know what Linda's let go of. But Sia. Sia's let go of the idea of a life without pain. She knows that she'll be struggling through treatment for almost all of her remaining life. She'll have ups and downs, for sure. And I know that she says she does best on the Red Devil chemotherapy. But Sia is fighting to prolong a life that will inevitably have some moments of immense pain. Someone, it could be the Dalai Lama, said pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional. I think I'm learning that the difference between pain and suffering is a mindset, a mindset of faith. Not a flimsy faith that says, I know I'll be healed, but an infinite faith that says, no matter what happens, I'll be okay. A faith that says, I don't need to know the future. I'm taking the next step that's in line with who I am and what I value. There's something magical that happens when a person takes stock of a situation and takes their next step in line with their deeply held values. It allows a person to take back agency, to move away from victimhood, and to face what's next as if they'd chosen it, because in some part they have. Pain that comes from living a life aligned with deeply held values and identity is still painful, but I don't think it's suffering. Sia has chosen a life of treatment, and the fact that she's made that choice doesn't take away the pain, but it makes it bearable somehow. And Sia can face her life, even a life full of cancer treatment, with what at least seems like joy. 
because she knows who she is and why she's doing it. And here I am again at the point in the reflection where I remember that I don't have to have a terminal diagnosis in order to live a better life. I can start now. I can stop trying to guess what the outcome of each decision will be. And right now, I can make decisions with a mindset of faith. I can choose a path aligned with who I am and what I value. And I can accept the outcome. I can know that even when I encounter pain, it won't have to be suffering. And I can trust that no matter what happens, I will be okay. And so can you. This is Dying to Tell You.